You are listening to the Daily Escape Podcast with Sadie K. Frazier. This episode has been brought to you by Traveling Realms Media. Happy Friday! So, on last week's episode, we started a discussion on how to jumpstart your year and eight steps to awaken creativity to spark inspiration and joy. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't last week's episode? Well, was it the week before that? No? Okay, so the week before that, right? Uh, It turns out, in looking back at my Podbean episode list, the last podcast I did with you guys was on February 4th. I mean, how is that even possible? Now, I pulled up my documents and I checked the facts, and it turns out that it is entirely accurate. I have no idea how today is August 5th already. And... Guys, I am sorry about that. It was never my intention for this podcast to become less of a priority or for me to put it on the back burner. So I want to reconnect with you guys. I want to know how you all are doing. Now that we're well into 2022, I want to know how things are going with you all. I have to laugh that when I looked up the podcast before this last one, the last one I think was in January, I titled it Approaching Burnout. Holy crap, how is this only January? Get up, girl. Get up. So that just goes to show you my mindset already in late January, early February. And it kind of reminds me of the struggles that I had those first two months of the year. So you might be wondering where I've been, what I've been doing, why I've been away from the podcast for so long. So let's start with what happened shortly after my last podcast. So in March of this year, my husband and I both got COVID. And let me tell you, we are so very thankful that we didn't have it as bad as other people do. In fact, my father-in-law passed away from COVID in December. My mother-in-law now has permanent lung damage from the effects of COVID also. So while we're thankful beyond measure that we've recovered now, and we basically have no lasting effects um, now that we're well into about probably about five months out, I'm going to be real with you all for a minute. To say that it took me a while to recover my energy level is a grave understatement. At first, it was just, as many of you that have had COVID, I'm sure that you remember the side effects. I was just completely overwhelmingly exhausted. And I've got fibromyalgia. I also had meningitis when I was in my early 30s, I think. And that brain fog alone is hard to deal with sometimes, but talk about COVID brain fog That literally kicked my butt. And I started finding it hard to remember just like basic details in my everyday life that needed to be done. Remember the name of something or someone was always at the tip of my tongue, but I could never really recall it. 
And I don't know about you all, but that's very frustrating, especially when you're at work, you're relied on to run the show, so to speak. Um, it's just really difficult when you're stuck not being able to think of your words. And I guess I held myself back from doing a podcast during that time, too, because I thought if I get on here and I'm trying to talk to you guys and the words just won't come, there's just going to be dead air and nobody's going to want to listen to me trying to figure out what to say next. So this kind of spiraled for me after that. And somewhere towards the end of March or so, I realized that that nagging feeling of just not feeling myself, feeling down was kind of amplified into worry and fear and complaining and negativity and just feeling blah. And sometime during that time, I realized that it had actually turned into full-blown depression, coupled with anxiety, and I tried to desperately push it away and just kind of keep below the surface to survive. But here's the truth. That's all I was doing. I was barely surviving, and I was tired. It was not one of those, you know, I just haven't gotten enough sleep, I need to sleep in, just kind of rest, recoup. It was... Emotional, physical, spiritual, beat down, unable to do anything kind of tiredness where I could get up each day, but I felt like I was just, you know, rinse and repeat. Rinse, crawl, cry, repeat. And it played on loop for months before there was any sort of light at the end of that tunnel. During that time, I still tried to continue to write in my spare time and just try to do something to express my creativity because that's always helped me before. But I found that my writing even took a huge hit during this time, and I was blasted with the worst form of writer's block I think I've ever experienced in the whole of my writing career. Many days I felt sad, I felt lost, I felt like there was no hope that things were going to improve anytime soon, and that is definitely not like me. I am a positive person by nature, I try to inspire others, and I just found that I was having a hard time helping others feel better when I couldn't even feel better about myself. So in the middle of all this, this is kind of just a side note here, but it leads up to the rest of my journey and what happened to make that change. In the middle of all of this, our doctor retired and I was forced to find another one. No big deal, right? Um, I wouldn't need a physical again until November, but because I had to switch providers, she wanted me to come in for a couple exams and blood work, blah, blah, blah. So I get my results back, not expecting anything. You know, I'll be back in November for my regular physical, no big deal. But my cholesterol was super high. My blood glucose was extremely high. And now my A1C was also high. I'm frustrated because I'm thinking my go-to cheats are not sweets at all. They're, you know, Cheetos, chips, bread, starchy things with no sugar in them, right? Wrong. <laughs> so on May 13th, I was officially diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. And I let it sink in, but I had a hard time dealing with that. Cried, I screamed, I wallowed in self-pity, and I complained about how unfair it was. And something happened when I decided to take my future into my own hands and decided that I needed a change in my life. And it was something that I really hadn't expected. So the very first thing that I had read, and I also met with a dietitian was that we needed to start moving. It didn't matter how small, just get moving. We had been so stagnant since the beginning of the first of the year. And I'm talking like I could barely make it home from work and collapse on the couch. And then we'd go to bed 
and I woke up feeling tired. And this was just a vicious cycle. It wasn't that we were being lazy, but after having COVID, we literally had zero energy. So my husband and I decided we would start walking. We'd start out very slow at first, like, I mean, like huffing and puffing and walking on flat ground <laughs> for 20 to 30 minutes, a couple nights a week was about all we could handle. So that didn't last very long. By the next week, we had beat our current walking speed and time by far. By the week after that, we were back on top of our game and I actually had craved our nights of walking. Um, we did a couple of hikes that I thought literally were going to kill us. One of them was straight uphill at the end of about a four to five mile walk after maybe only a couple weeks in. I think that was around my birthday, which is the end of May. But we did it. I mean, yes, I thought it was going to kill us by the time we got done. Yes, we pushed ourselves. No, I didn't think we were going to make it out of there alive a couple points. And I'm just joking about that. It's not really that bad. But when you're in the moment, sometimes it feels like it. And then we did another hike a couple weeks after that, and we found that that one was not nearly as hard. There's a place at the end of that called the chute, which was straight up, and there was some um, some stop-offs for what we say where fat people can stop like us and rest. But it wasn't really that bad, and we began to gain confidence and things after that. That I mean, we just crave walking now. It's very therapeutic. So we're just now starting our third month in a row of that. And though we've had a few setbacks, like a vacation weekend in Kansas City with our family where we fell off the healthy eating wagon big time, um, we had a week and a half stint with my husband had poison ivy. I had poison ivy on top of heat exhaustion after a project that we did one weekend that, you know, we did it in the heat thinking we were young kids again. But we never let this deter us for very long and we were right back at it. So now we're walking five to six nights a week and we're walking for about three miles each night and we're loving it. So why am I telling you all of this? First of all, you need to know that I'm by no means bragging about our accomplishments because I'm not. Are we proud of ourselves? Heck yeah, we are. We have goals that we want to accomplish and we intend to do just that. But I'm not only here to share with you how far I feel I've come in just a few short months since my diagnosis, but I'm here to help you where you might be struggling also and thinking, I'm feeling the same way. I have no motivation. I have no energy. I have no inspiration. So I'm here to maybe help you learn from me and help you along your journey as well. See, every day of my life, I have sought to learn and inspire and grow. And I figure, why not help you on your journey and learn from my mistakes? Maybe, just maybe, by sharing all of this, the good, the bad, the guts, the glory, all of the messy in-betweens, I'll feel just a little less alone by sharing with you. But maybe, just maybe, when you see that there truly is a light at the end of the tunnel, maybe you will feel inspired too. The funny thing about all of this is that right before I was preparing this podcast, I hopped on Podbean and I wanted to see when the last podcast was so I could share that with you. And I found out that my downloads and my traffic were still increasing, even as I sat home worrying if it even mattered anymore, if I was making any progress, if anyone was listening, or if my calling to help others even mattered to anybody but me. And it turns out, despite my absence, you all were still listening. You were still being motivated by the podcasts I'd already put out. And I hope that even through my struggles, I can reach your heart and help you even in some small way so you don't have to feel like you're alone in whatever it is you are going through right now. Because there was many times, even despite my family's support, my kids' support, my husband's support, 
that I honestly, the last few months, felt very alone in my journey. Now look, I had good intentions for this year. I had massive intentions for this year. I plan to become a success in not only cranking out week after week of inspiration for this podcast, but also I had big goals from an entrepreneurial mindset to get my business in pursuit of purpose off the ground. Well, apparently the universe had other plans and I took a sharp left turn, fell straight off my self-planned visions instead. So I guess what I also want you to know is that I'm human just like you. Despite all the progress I had made in teaching you how to unearth baggage of your past and letting go and decluttering, all that kind of stuff, I am still learning. I'm still growing. And man, at the drop of a hat, I can still be undone by the littlest obstacle put before me. So what scared me the most was how fragile my psyche truly was. I have never felt so vulnerable in losing hope in all my life as I did the first part of this year. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't say a big old thank you to menopause for at least part of the way I was feeling. But even through those challenges and months I struggled, I've gained new insight, a new perspective, and I'm currently working on a brand new course called Thriving Through Menopause and Muffin Tops. I hope to share more details with you guys very soon on all of that. But it is a struggle. I mean, if any of you are listening that are going through menopause also, it was something that I felt like I'd skated through most of that, the perimenopause part with everybody having hot flashes and being moody and blah, 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 blah. And I did pretty well through that part of it. But once my doctor actually diagnosed me with being postmenopausal, then that's when some of those symptoms that came out of the blue I didn't expect. And that was more the ones that tried to tear my self-esteem apart. And I guess I just didn't even expect that that was going to become part of that. It is a huge, massive transformational change. And if you're not prepared for it, all those little things from your past that you haven't dealt with will creep in and fill you with doubt and fear. And that's the part I'm at right now is trying to revamp how I feel about my life, who I am, who I want to become, let go of the things that no longer serve me, and then learn from the past so that I can be the best version of myself that I've ever been. Now, I ran across this song not too long ago when I was kind of just beginning to see the light at the end of the tunnel again, and I wanted to share some of the lyrics with you. I felt like I truly was living only about half alive for the majority of this year. The song is Creature by Half Alive. It says, look inside of me and see that I am not afraid to walk inside the void like a kid inside a cave. Discovering the patterns of my soul and where it's placed, I've been mapping many caverns, but it still feels like a maze. I know I'm made of clay that's worn, lighted by imperfect form, but I will trust the artist molding me. I am creation both haunted and holy, made in glory. Even the depths of the night cannot blind me when you guide me, creature only. Inside my heart and find a perilous ravine carved with beauty, the darkness in between. Standing in the balance of complete and incomplete, I identify the echo of what is and what will be. Wow, how powerful are those words. I truly can relate because even in this moment, I know I'm not even close to where I want to be. I had a setback yesterday. I suddenly had no energy. 
We had a couple things that were thrown at us by a family member that we didn't expect, and I had to process all that. It kind of threw me for a loop, and I was down last night. I was, you know, it's like, what's the point of this? I, I feel like sometimes you're just beating your head against a wall, but I feel like even though when I'm struggling, I'm being molded into the woman I'm meant to be, and all of those lessons teach me how to be that person again. I often felt as if I was truly standing in the balance of complete and incomplete, just like the lyrics said. And I can really identify with the line that says, I identify the echo of what is and what will be. I spent most of the time when I was down feeling like this year had been a waste. I was so disappointed in myself for letting things go that far backwards. Kind of like, why bother now? I can always start over again in January, right? (laughs) I mean, it got to that point. And I got an email from, I don't know if you remember who Jack Canfield is. He's the author or the founder of Chicken Soup for the Soul series. I got this email that says, create your 2022 halftime plan. So, of course, I was intrigued by just the title, so I opened it. And I'm telling you, in reading his words, it literally changed my mindset. It shifted my perspective and opened my eyes to the reality that it's never too late to start over. You don't have to believe the BS lies that tell you that you're a failure if you sometimes have to take a step back because the world is just too much. Because I'm telling you right now, the world is too much for any of us to handle, especially alone. So remember, I've talked in the past about how important self-care is. That just solidified it for me. I took the time I needed to care for myself, and now I'm ready to get back on track. So the article I mentioned by Jack Canfield read, I don't mean to scare you, but we're almost halfway through 2022. Time passes faster than you may realize, and it can slip past without you noticing. And in my case, that most definitely happened. And without you devoting enough of it to pursuing your cherished dreams. That's why now is the perfect time to review the personal and professional goals you set at the beginning of the year and recommit yourself to achieving the ones that matter most. He said that it was time to regroup, recharge, and review your performance to figure out what's been working, where you need to improve, and what you need to do next to achieve your big goals by the end of the year. So that's exactly where I am right now, in this very pivotal, hopeful time in my life. Now, I'm going to close with one more quote that uplifted my soul and reminded me that it's time to change, and it's time to live right now. It says, take a minute to remind yourself that you only have this one lifetime on this earth. It zooms by and is over before you know it. Don't waste a precious second living a life of mediocrity. Always go after that which gives you goosebumps. I love that. And this is why I'm back. I want to help you grow and realize that your dreams are within your reach as well. Don't let that anxiety, depression, hopelessness, or doubt define you any longer. Stick around and follow my journey. Let's go chasing goosebumps together. All right. Well, I have so much more that I want to share with you guys. So many plans I'd love to reveal. This is not the podcast for that just yet. I just felt like I owed you an explanation as to why I've been away. But as the title of this podcast suggests, I am done wasting time. And it's most certainly game time for me. So let's reset the clock. Let's create the life we were truly meant to live, shall we? I hope you will continue to follow me on my transformation of weight loss, walking away the pounds, 
surviving menopause one hot flash filled day at a time, battling against diabetes that I refuse to let control my life, and continuing to declutter the things in our minds, body, spirit, and home that have no place in our lives any longer. So join me next time, will you, as we take the next steps in becoming more than we ever thought imaginable, as we learn that nothing is too big to handle when we step out of the way and let the universe guide us. My wish is that I have provided you with hope, that I have uplifted you, that I have made you laugh, made you cry, and made you want to scream out loud, I can do this, yes I can. Chin up my friend, you've taken the first step and it's all uphill from here. So straighten your crown, take a deep breath, and let it all go, because I believe in you. You've got what it takes, and I'm just rediscovering that I have what it takes as well. So together we'll make it through, day by day, piece by piece, until we're restored, healed, and find joy in the journey once again. I hope you guys have an amazing week and get out there and enjoy the summer. Get moving, get your mind free of those cobwebs, and learn to start all over again as we reset that clock and create the life we were truly meant to live. Hang in there and know that you are loved from here to the universe and back. Until next time, I am unconditionally yours. All my love, Sadie. Another episode of the Daily Escape Podcast, and I am your host, Sadie K. Frazier.